previously on Follow the Leader. So the thing is, is that our recap for last time, because this game involves a lot of jumping around in time, like, is basically just going through what we've already established. Uh, last time, Sol adopted Meryl when they were, like, ten, and we all had some expeditions. Uh, Sol and Max pierced each other's eyebrows. At one point, Carrie and Max went fishing when they were, like, 17, 18. Meryl and Max shared a moment in a tree. Max leaves when she's, like, 18 or so, and then she comes back at some point, and that's gonna be great. Can't wait to do that. And then Meryl, Carrie, and Sol visit the plant temple where they experience a presence from some characters from a spindle wheel game that Jade and I played. And then at one point, Max decided to, Max attempted to construct a lightning rod, which is fun. Great times. Great times. So what if we just start off with a bang and I say happy returns? Mm. Okay, fine. Ooh. I was going to say, do we want to start there? Did we want to do something else first? But sure, let's dive into <laughs> Let's dive into making me do stuff. Okay, cool. (laughs) With a bang. I am genuinely delighted by the notion of this being preparations for a big party or something. Yeah. Like, I I like that a lot as a scene. I do also want to get that good, good reunion moment, though. (laughs) Yes. Which is why I did Happy Returns. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I am who I am, and who I am is the person who desperately wants Max and Meryl to reunite. Always. I think, uh, because it would be fun, I want to go near the end of our timeline. So, like, mm-hmm. when we started started out, it was, like, 10 or 11, right? Mm. Yeah. So, I want to say that Sol's, like, 45 here. The echo I want to give is mist rolling in and i think i want this scene to be with carrie but i'm trying to figure out what their relationship looks like that far down the road (laughs) that's the hard part yeah (laughs) that's the hard part (laughs) now you've got to commit to something have they finally figured it out after 35 years (laughs) (laughs) i mean i should i should hope so i think so I I guess they've they've finally had a conversation. One would hope. I mean, because we've implied like back and forth. Um, at least by the time the scene in the temple was after that, they had like at least slept together a few times, or at least once, <laughs> and that. But like, Carrie was still being offish about it. We gotta, they gotta, we gotta commit. <laughs> And this is like 10, 15 years after that. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh my god, wait. It's the, is it the first time that Meryl gets drunk? That would be good. I don't want to say that it's the first time that Carrie gets drunk also, but that was my <laughs> original thought. They, they just get drunk together. That's it. That's yes, the whole thing. I like that. Good. We haven't had sharing a bottle in a while. Good shit. Yeah, they're just drinking wine out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Carrie's just like nabbed it from from home. Just been like, look, look, I got this. I got the party, and it's us. We're the party. We're the party. <laughs> can they can they be on a roof? Yes. At like one in the morning. Yes. So I'm gonna say they're either up on a big boulder or up on a roof is good. I do want to call uh, the sound of her laughter next to my ear. Meryl kind of reaches out to take Max's hand and then doesn't and lets it fall onto the sand in between them. And she says, you know, a lot of people thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. I never did. Oh, well, you always have had more faith than the rest of us put together. <laughs> Meryl kind of, like, looks at her to see if Max is looking back and then looks back out at the ocean. I think... The camera would then show Max glancing at Meryl just after Meryl glanced at her. You know, <laughs> that good, good missed connection. The good, good missed connection shit. And there is just like the rush of the sea and like, I think it's for a little and Max pulls back. Does the good hand that isn't holding hers like cups her cheek because I'm on my bullshit. That's good bullshit is the thing. <laughs> and is like, it's always been you. Oh my god. You old romantic. 
If you tell Carrie, I will <laughs> have to make her sure that we flee the city. <laughs> she must never know. Your secret's safe with me. They always are. And Max will then kiss her. And that can be seen. That's good. It's very good. We now return to your game already in progress. good echo <laughs> the feeling of rings pressed together between clasped hands Ooh, very good love it good and gay good and gay that's how we do it this is how we do it good and gay <laughs> Ooh, how's this for a token a single glove with a split seam on the side Ooh. Ooh. Very good. I love that. So that brings us back to Mab to take us out. What I want to do for holding hands, and then I, I can't decide who I want the other one person to be, but it's just kind of like holding hands in like an educational sense. And Carrie's, uh, so it would be like, I want to go back to when they're younger. I just like playing with them when they're kids. They're good. And just being like, these are all the things that she learned today in magic lessons. And so it would probably be with Soul, at least, because Soul is the other one that she can use tangible magic. Just trying to... She's trying to do her... Not her best Professor Marius impression, <laughs> but also being like, okay, I'm going to help you learn how to use your magic properly because you're just a wild child with it. I think I'm actually going to ping the token a gift that acts as a promise. Nice. Good. In that, like, sort of way, a vaguely childish way, but, like, you know, this is this is a gift that you have. And then just, like, the idea of them practicing it together and being like, yes, I will always be here to help you control it or, like, learn how to use it and use it better type of thing. I love this concept. She's a little magic girl that just, like... Magic is exciting, and I want you to be excited about it, and I want you to be able to learn how to use it, and, you know, that sort of idea. Mm -hmm. I love it. There might also be some hand-holding, but, you know, <laughs> it's purely, purely educational. Yeah, she's got to make sure that Sol's, like, hand posture is correct for utilizing this particular cantrip. God. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you know, Max and Meryl can be there to give commentary well, this is, if Max and Meryl are, this is a lot of Max whispering to Meryl, do you think this is just an excuse for them to hold hands? Like, yeah. You know, helpful things. <laughs> <laughs> Meryl was the one who straight up told Carrie that she was in love with her sister. Like, she knows. Hmm. <laughs> so this is before that. So if This I've is my Meryl time... tuning into it going, Oh. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is, oh, is Meryl going, hmm, I think it might be both sides. Mm -hmm. Do Meryl and Max have a bet going as to who's going to confess to who? <laughs> Perhaps. But I like the thought of yes. <laughs> oh, I think Max's bet would be just like, they're just going to end up making out without having discussed it. That would be Max's bet. <laughs> Which is what it ends up being. <laughs> Max's perception. Yeah, but who? Yeah, but who starts it? Is it mutual or? I don't know. That I don't know. I'm putting my money on Carrie. Yeah, she is an instigator. Yes, I'm betting against my own sister. <laughs> Safe bet, really. But yeah. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out at some point. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Mab, is there a pivot? August decides the pivot. 
I'm of two minds because part of me wants to bring the whites in somehow and part of me wants there to be some sort of natural disaster like a fire or something like that. Fire is interesting given people that are around. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. So yeah, there's a uh, great fire. Nobody knows how it got started that kind of devastates, let's say, a good sixth of the, the city. Is it the stuff that's been rebuilt or is it like the un- one of the unoccupied parts of the city but it was still like close enough to be dangerous and scary and upsetting? I think it maybe started in the unoccupied area but it did hit some mm. of the occupied area too but a large portion of it is unoccupied. All right. My frame and I have a name for it. The things we build and the things we break. Good shit. We're doing good on echoes and tokens. Sure are. I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, could I add another? Because they are fun to do. I was just thinking about um, what Mac pinged in chat about bringing in sort of the world of the City of Gulls in more, especially given the pivot. Mm-hmm. So... The mul- We've got multiple pivots here, too. Mm. More Marius. <laughs> I really actually do like the thought of a scene with Marius in. I won't lie. <laughs> I don't know what this scene looks like um, because it's a scene in theory I'm in but I like this being maybe later on mm-hmm. uh, after Max and maybe after electricity starts to be sussed out but there's still also like the temple you can only see and find in the dark and stuff like that and I just kind of like the idea of Max having an argument with <laughs> Marius about the need for darkness oh my god <laughs> <laughs> if if you're down with this, uh, August, I could, I could be. We could run with that. Absolutely, I'm always down to be cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way. Yeah, uh, banned, blocked, unfree. I can't read the rest of your name. Oh. Unfree of sin. Yeah. Okay, here's a question: How would Marius feel about electricity being brought in, given their membership with the Mages of Anukar and being magic team magic? in the world rather than technology. Although what Max does is kind of magic as well in some areas, it's still mostly technology. Hmm. I'm just saying, are they coming to talk to her or is this her going to see them? I don't remember. What did we say the time frame was here? This is after Max gets back. Uh, last time we established about the lightning was in turning tides. In theory, this is what more than 10 years after Sable Mario is showing up in town. I'm just trying to think because based on what happened in the uh, thing Zeldritch and Terrifying game, mm-hmm. I think, especially at the remove of time, their attitude mm. may have shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think this might be them coming to her mm-hmm. because they are interested in uh, electricity as a potential tool for furthering their research, not on the the temple, uh, but Mm. uh, elsewhere. But they're framing it Mm -hmm. as them offering, let's call it like an unpaid internship. Oh, God. (laughs) Because of... Who you they just are? Set yourself right up for cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. They so um, just start was, right there. I was gonna suggest that Carrie is there because, like, I mean, I don't think I absolutely do believe that Marius is the kind of person that would take their own initiative. But also, sometimes it's good to have somebody on your side? Question mark mm-hmm. slash in inverted commas who knows the person rather than just showing up unannounced. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to be in the scene with Carrie, given that Carrie and Max aren't possibly on the greatest of terms at this point, or maybe they're better than they were. I don't know. We haven't seen their conversation. No, we haven't. So, which is why it's funny. But you don't don't feel like you you have to be either. But I just remember the memoria is about like the people and their relationships. So it's just like if you want Carrie in there, that would be fun too. If there's if there's comes a good point in the conversation for me to jump in, I will. Okay. Like you can you can imagine her there if you'd like, but we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. So I think this this probably starts off with Marius. Like, where would be best for them to approach her? 
Uh, does she have like a workspace or something like that? Yeah, I think there's a workspace. Those shared workspaces that people can go to. My brain is going co-op, but that's the wrong word. Makerspace? Yeah, like that that kind of a vibe. Like she is not the only person that works there because like the whole community vibes. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, there might not be anybody else in there right now, but it's like a community space where there are tools that people can use. Mm-hmm. So it's easy enough to walk in, I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah, then they will politely clear their throat to catch her attention and then just be like miss valera may i have a word if you promise not to ever call me miss valera sure (coughs) max is fine or just valera is fine i don't think i've been miss at any point in my life she'll sort of like set down she said all that without looking around Mm -hmm. and turns around and sort of leans back a little i wanted to establish that this is summer because i like the thought of this being like her in some form of like shorts mm-hmm. you know fantasy shorts <laughs> um so you can see the prosthetic of sorts it's not truly a pro- it's somewhere between like a prosthetic and like a brace uh, i've been thinking about this a lot and, you know, oh, I had a Google window open. I closed it. You know those those fashion prosthetics, the ones that look like um, almost like lace? Mm-hmm. I want you to imagine something like that. And it's like this lattice work of copper or brass looking material. But you can still see her leg underneath it. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, there are possibly parts where it looks like it's laying on top of the skin. And there are definitely parts where it looks like it's growing out of her skin. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where the more you look at it, the more upsetting it probably is kind of a vibe where you realize that it's not just a covering there. She she turns around and gives like a a once over. And if Carrie is there, there'd be a glance to her and then back at Mary. Just like, you'll thank the gods for small favors, right? The teacher. Oh, shoot. Have I uh, chosen a title for Marius in this universe? How how about Magister? Does Magister sound God? It's pretentious, pretentious enough. <laughs> yeah, it it's definitely got a vibe. Yes, um, it's their vibe. Yes, very them. So Marius kind of like uh, straightens their back a little and says, "Yes, I am Magister Marius. Thank the gods for small favors." I think over their shoulder you can see Carrie just kind of like give a small little eye roll. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit of a mouthful. Can I just stick with Marius or Favors? Magister Favors is acceptable. What can I do for you? She notably does not refer to them <laughs> as Magister Favors. Yes. <laughs> Marius uh, just kind of takes a deep breath for a moment and then says, uh, I'm here to extend an offer to you, Max. I believe that your research, based on what I've gleaned of it, uh, could be greatly benefited by my tutelage. I believe that we could elevate your work beyond where it could potentially go now. The eyebrows steadily went up <laughs> as they were talking. She crosses her arms over her chest. Do you have something to say about the quality of my work? oh boy (laughs) casual reminder it's been a while since it came up Max does not do great with authority figures or people who like to pose themselves as authority figures Mm -hmm. oh look Mm -hmm. Marius is both (laughs) Marius says your work is perfectly serviceable but as I said I believe that it could be enhanced greatly. Many great works have benefited from collaboration. And how would you enhance my work? Hypothetically. Give me the sales pitch, Magister. I think I, I want to abstract this out. Sure. Let's let's pull back from the specifics to the yeah yeah marius just just proposes that if the electricity were channeled through magical means and goes into 
a little bit of the theory, which sounds a bit obtuse. And they conclude by a small demonstration. I don't know, some kind of light spell that they've roped Carrie into helping them craft. You know, kind of flashy, meant to impress. I'm trying to yes and while also being respectful of Max's entire character up until this point. Oh no, <laughs> shut shut Marius down. Like, okay. No, cool. like literally I think Max's response could be yeah and. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Like this I think it would be like, all right, and what else? Because I've seen Kerry do shit like that since we were 15. Marius looks a little offended and kind of sniffs and is just like well, of course you've seen, how does Marius refer to Carrie? Of course you've seen what my pupil can do as long as you've been her in her acquaintance. What I am proposing is using your work and enhancing it with things such as this so we can go beyond what you could achieve by mundane means. I think she takes a couple of steps towards them at that point and the metal in and around her legs shifts. Mm -hmm. Yes! And moves. And she gets right up. I mean, they're of a height. Like, Max isn't tall. I know Marius isn't either, mm -hmm. but, like, this isn't a lording a height thing. And I think she gets up close and grins, and it's a l I didn't say grin. I think there's a little bit of a smirk, a little bit of teeth, and it's just like... There's nothing mundane about me, Magister Favors. And if you had the first fucking clue about who I am, you would have come here with a very different kind of sales pitch. With all due respect, please get the fuck out of my workspace until you have something interesting or worth my time. Oh, yeah. Do we want to just uh, end it there? Yeah, we yeah. can leave it there. <laughs> Sable might find Max and shake her hand for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Cause all about the sales pitch, because I think even like Max could absolutely work with Marius if they had sold it a different way. They're the worst. They're great. And I love them. And oh. I am like card carrying club president fan of the <laughs> Marius Club. But also they're awful. They're absolutely <laughs> terrible. Oh man. I want to do an echo spinning off that. They're metal warmed by skin. Or something like that. I'll figure out how to word it. But that kind of way that stuff gets warmer mm -hmm. the longer you hold it. Kind of a vibe. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Maybe this doesn't work with our girls, but I am thinking about it, and it won't leave my head now. So. Ooh. Uh, token. A sword drawn at exactly the wrong moment. I like it. I know Soul's a fist fighter, but also Soul with the bastard sword is... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is hat. Big fuck off weapon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'd like. Let me see if I can find an echo or token that would fit with this really quick. But I really want a scene with Max and Soul. I know Jade and I just did a scene together, but <laughs> it doesn't count. It's not the same thing. Yeah. When are you imagining this, August? Or are you not sure? I'm thinking it's probably sometime before. Well, actually, I don't know. It might work, like, after Max gets back. Like, right okay. after Max gets back. I really want something of, like, Soul coming to Max because she knows Max is the only person who could help her fix something that got broken. Ooh, I know. I am going to use the rusty knife. Hey. Okay. I don't think that Max and Saul have spoken mm -hmm. between the punch and now. Sure. I think this might be a week or so after Max gets back. Mm -hmm. So she has a little time to find crash space and maybe spread out a little. She turns up on Max's doorstep holding uh, the eponymous rusty knife. I think Max recognizes this knife. I think maybe this was something... What if it was like a birthday gift or something from all of them when they were younger? I like that. Like something that was found. Yeah. As, as so many things in the City of Goals. And yeah, I like that a lot. I also kind of know how I the scene might open if you're down. Oh, absolutely. Go for it. 
I think Max opens the door, sees Sol with this knife, and was like, look, I'll let the punch stand, but if you're going to stab me, i got to object on principle. Sol kind of snorts and is just like, I ain't here to stab you. That's a relief, because frankly, I don't know how good a job I'd do at stopping you if you really wanted to. Question, is this before or after the scene with Max and Meryl? Before. It's got to be before. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because like I said, I think things have always been actually pretty simple between Sol and Max. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Can I come in? Yeah. Just steps back and lets her in and sort of walks her in. So I feel like I established that Max has family. So I think it's like a small space back in the family, like, area and it's like mostly just like a bed in a corner and then like a small little workspace and it's probably like connected through where the rest of the Valeras are Mm -hmm. but this is like her little spot. I think there's like a bunch of stuff that she clearly collected on her travels like a long what would have maybe been a mantelpiece a long time ago Mm. but the chimney's probably long collapsed or whatever. Yeah. What brings you by? I need your help. Oh okay. Um what can I help you with? She uh, holds out the knife. It's resting, you know, like her palm's flat and it's resting on her palm. Mm-hmm. And she says, I don't know what to do with this. And Max knows that's a fucking lie because, of course, mm-hmm. Soul knows how to take care of things that go stabby stabby or smashy smashy. But, like, de-rusting stuff is hard. Well, it's not hard, but, like... I imagine with what tech is available in the world, I mean. I think Max sort of looks at her. Yeah, sure, I can... You want me to try and make this a little more usable? Yeah, I mean, if you tell me what to do, I can I can help. It, it just looked, uh, looked pretty sad, and you're good at fixing things. Yeah, I, I, got, a, I got something we can try. And um, gestures over... So over to a small like work space, the work small workspace, like a little table set up. Pulls, I say a vat, like a big bowl or tub or something like that. Mm-hmm. I um, I kind of figured this out. Gonna need a little water. Um, you can heat it up. Uh, if you still, still do that. I do. Sort of like flexes her hand a little bit, like flame on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And I uh, have watched a whole bunch of those videos where people, like, restore stuff. Those are so (laughs) Um, satisfying. Right. But I think what this looks like is Sol heats up the water um, and Max adds a couple of things to it and literally places her hands on either side of the vessel that it's in Mm -hmm. and is able to effectively do that trick that the electricity does, or I think it is in those videos, and the rust just starts flaking away Mm -hmm. from the metal part of that and sort of moves towards the side of the vessels, either side of where Max's hands are. You'll um, still need to sharpen it and could probably do with a new fix-in for that handle, but we should be good to go. In Seoul takes the knife back from Max and uh, slides it into a makeshift sheath and uh, she nods and it's just like thanks I'll uh, I can do the work from here alright I'm trying to decide if Max is stupid enough to ask this question well Sol, <laughs> Sol like kind of stands there awkwardly like clearly what she said was supposed to be an end to the conversation but she doesn't leave yet mm-hmm. mind if I ask you a question so now that the knife is away when could I stop you yeah fair point I've been away a while trying to get caught up talking to folks you and Kestrel sort your shit out yet <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Called out. <laughs> she just turned around and leave and not answer the question, like, at all. I don't expect her to answer, but I couldn't leave the moment. Yeah, no. Um, Almost like Max is giving Sol an invitation to just to walk out without having to say anything else. <laughs> I know you felt awkward about leaving just now, so how about I make it more <laughs> How about I make it easier for you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely 
uh soul definitely is just like i'll see you around and leaves <laughs> and that doesn't answer the question hook she completely <laughs> ignores <laughs> it yeah max is like genuinely smart uh has definitely like looks lighter and like genuinely pleased as uh as soul leaves <laughs> dope love that <laughs> my turn I'm going to do a moment with a message in a bottle. What I think it is, is really simply framing it, is it would be shortly after Max left, and because Carrie is very upset in that mm -hmm. the, hey, we were supposed to go and explore the world together, yeah. you know, unspoken, this was our agreement. And so she goes and probably, like, like throughout uh, a lot of the time she'll go and write little letters and then put them into a bottle and then throw them over. Like she'll just kind of like go as far as she can in like, I don't know if it's like through the forest or down the beach or something like that. And then just kind of put them in the water and then just kind of like urge them on with like a little bit of magic, just being like, poof, there you go. Just go away. <laughs> and just like, they're never going to make it to anywhere, anyone, but just unspoken thoughts written down and being dropped into bottles. Mm. One of them where she probably is just kind of like, oh, I kissed Meryl, puts it into the empty wine bottle that they had drunken from mm. and uses nice. that also. Might also make another echo here because I like echoes because they can keep coming back. A song half remembered. Mm. That's some good shit. Good shit. The song they're half remembering is one of Casualties of Call. You know the album best, Mac. Which song is it? I'll listen to it when we rap. Um, God. The only thing that I can think is I had said that Violet in at the end of that this town is full of the end at that this town is full of monsters game was playing something evocative of bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. It's actually the song that she was actually playing, which Brian was so kind as to write for us. Mab, are we pivoting? Is it the last Mab if we're pivoting? Yeah, are we pivoting? Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll give a pivot. I'll give a pivot. Pivot. I like that we keep pivoting. Well, I wasn't going to just to spite, but then everyone else did, and then I thought of a pivot, so I was just like, all right, I'll just go with it. The pivot is... I don't know when this happens, but um, at some point, the forest starts encroaching. Ooh. Ooh. Fun. I think it's the carnivorous forest just for shits and giggles. Ooh. Oh. Does anyone have an idea for a frame? Because <laughs> I don't. I want to do something with one of the pivots. Do any particularly interest you? I mean, we could always go gay as shit and have the frame be yearning. Yearning. When have we not gone gay as shit? <laughs> That's significantly gayer than the one idea I had for a frame. What's your so, idea? No gods, no masters. <gasps> oh, that rules, though! <laughs> That's so good. Okay, let's do no gods, no masters, and then close it out with yearning. So who is this going to do this first scene, then? Mac, do you have any ideas? Because I feel like we can still keep to like you being the lens, even though we democratically decided on the frame. I mean, no gods, no masters. Here's the thing: is that I know what I want. I know what I want the scene to be, but I don't necessarily want to be in it. All right, sure. We're uh, we're uh, just changing the game now. I Fine. wrote it. I can two. do whatever I want. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, uh, authors, authors having a nap as a. <laughs> We can do, do that in fiasco. It's just I want this and this person to be in the scene, right? I just wanna I just yeah, wanna pick up every and put them into the game. Valid. Yeah. What do you want them to be doing? I don't know. I just want them to be here and talk to somebody. Uh Carrie could be fun, Sol could be fun. Either or both of those two could be fun, given context. We could have Sable there too. The notion of, I just had the notion of every and Sable being the people to tell somebody else to get their shit together. Oh Honestly, them with Very Carrie pleasant. and Carrie having light magic. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Very good. Yes, that does sound fun. Uh, if we want to make it interesting, we could do it back when, because Every's been in the city a long time. This could be before mm -hmm. Marius and Sable show up. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Because then Every is that weirdo 
that shows up in places and their hands periodically ignite. Cryptid! Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the city cryptid. Oh, then Sol being there too, and they're both pyrokinetic. You're going to make Carrie jealous that all she can do is little lights. I mean, it's fine. Do we want this to be like Carrie? I'm going to say the bird girls because of the names. <laughs> bird girls. Yeah, listen, I've been calling them OTP birds of prey, but that's beyond the point. That's very good. Every, one of every things in Handful of Monsters is they show up in the right place at the right time or they just have an ability to be in places they shouldn't necessarily be in so they can just show up somewhere alternatively carrie and soul can come across them i mean i like i like them turning up to find carrie and soul because of their cryptid nature Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean pick a place to be and i can just show up (laughs) yeah this is more of like early stages Carrie trying to help Sol with her magic, but also just not understanding how the fire works as opposed to just pure light does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's before she's had lessons properly on controlling and manipulating magic. So she can't help Sol very well. But also, mm-hmm. she wants to because she wants to just be able to be like, I've done, accomplished something. And then obviously, Every's got a better grasp on that. In some senses, possibly, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, what, this sort of lesson... Where, where are you guys doing this lesson? This is one without the audience of slash Statler and Waldorfing of Max <laughs> and Meryl. <laughs> right. I'm trying to decide if they want to have it by somewhere where there's water so they can put out a fire if one starts, <laughs> or somewhere completely out of the way to reduce the chance of Max and Meryl showing up. I think they're young and ridiculous, so... The second one is probably... Okay, yeah. Like, who cares if something catches fire? Max and Meryl can never know. (laughs) (laughs) Bless. Camera cut to, so what do you think they do when they just disappear off together like that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I like Carrie's just sitting on... I don't know if they're in like the, the abandoned portion of the city or in the forest. You want them to be like inside or outside? I like the idea of them being inside. Okay. There's like a broken like ledge or a table or something that carries like sitting cross-legged on top of Mm -hmm. and is a petulant child looking frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) Being like, no, why don't you get this? It's not that hard. And Sol's just like, so looks so frustrated and she clenches her fists and it's just, it it ain't easy. Okay, no, don't close your hands. Relax them. She does, and she takes a breath in through her nose, but she's still super tense. I think that's where just, like, from, like, a window, just, like, you hear a voice of, I find it helps to not try to force it. Imagine it like a dam that you're releasing rather than trying to force something through a small hole. I think like as soon as start every starts talking, Carrie definitely yelps and kind of like scuttles back <laughs> out of the way <laughs> before she realizes who it is. <laughs> I didn't mean to startle you. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> Did not expect anyone else here. But see, Soul, I told you, don't force it. You're 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 just you're just like and she just makes a little thing with her hands where it's just like tenseness all bundled together is what her hands are doing. Mm-hmm. Sol takes another breath and like she tries to relax her shoulders and, you know, kind of like shakes out her arms. She takes a moment to try to gather herself and then her brow furrows as she tries again. And like there's a little bit of like a shimmer around her hands like you know how air uh dist- hmm. you know hot air will like distort things and there's there's that but nothing happens every sort of hops into the room and like their hand sort of drops down and as they sort of as it drops they just sort of and they hold their hand up to sol she doesn't move or flinch or anything she just stays there and kind of looks at every it's a part of you. It doesn't come from nothing. It comes from you. Take it. So, like, she looks super grumpy. 
and I know she says my nose is a part of me but that don't mean I can wiggle it I think Carrie just wiggles hers just to prove a point (laughs) (laughs) all right what's her face what's the name of the witch in Bewitched Samantha there we go (laughs) yeah yeah they're not massive on propriety as a person Mm mm-hmm quicker than you would have expected every with their non-flame on hand catches hold of souls of the hand the soul was clearly trying to do it, and literally presses it against their own the one that is on fire because mm-hmm. I, I imagine it like i thought of that and that shimmering just sort of ignites with it because mm-hmm. it's like solid effectively turned the gas on mm-hmm. but the spark wasn't going and that's what every is sort of like every's not creating the fire it's just sort of like beckoning what there is out as it were yeah that makes sense and that's when soul does jump back but her hand stays alight and every shakes their own hand twice to make the fire go out i think soul like wiggles her fingers a little bit kind of like testing the flame and then she shakes her hand two times like she saw every do uh, but mm-hmm. it doesn't c- go out. She has to ch- shake it a third time uh, <laughs> to get it to extinguish. And uh, she says to every neat trick. It's not a trick. Yes, it is, every. Don't even lie. They don't know what it is, is the thing. And not at this point. Eventually they'll get to the point where, they're, oh, yeah, I can just do this. Yeah. But I think what they say to Sol, I don't know where this comes from. And people like me, like you, like her, and like nods ahead towards Carrie. I don't understand a lot of things, but knowing yourself, I think, is part of what we need in order to control it. I don't have much else, but you do. I think there's a moment where Saul, like, Carrie can tell that Saul is about to say something about like you know this is bullshit uh or something like that but something about the look on every's face kind of stops her and she says all right i'm i'm gonna try again i have every faith in you and they just fuck off i love just dive them. right back out the window just exit the window tuxedo mask style Except instead of a, sca- a cape, it's their scarf flapping in the wind. <laughs> My work here is done. But they did do something. <laughs> I'll, I can have an echo. I've got an idea. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And it's the surprise on her face illuminated by flame. Mmm. That rules. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. You know, we haven't had some good sisterly bonding in a while, so I really want to do something with Meryl and Sol. Yes. I'm trying to decide if I want to do footsteps being washed away by the surf or a single life light in the distance. Fuck it. Can we combine it and have it be like on the beach at some point with a lighthouse having been installed? Yeah. I literally was just like, why not both? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do both. Yeah. And actually, I think I want this to be the same Soul as like 45 time frame. And uh, this is Soul telling Meryl that she's going off to go punch a god or whatever. Ha! Ha! Thank you for this because I've been thinking about this since that scene happened. <laughs> I think it's like really dark and overcast but it's not night Mm -hmm. but they're on the beach i think maybe it's like low tide uh so there's like that line of like seaweed you get sometimes when the the tide recedes to to mark where it had had been previously and there are a bunch of shells and stuff that have been exposed by the tide going out Mm -hmm. so like picks one of those up and uh turns it over in her hands and then tosses it aside and just says i'm i'm gonna be back but i gotta go do this i can't let those idiots go by themselves and i can't let what's coming get back here and she picks up another shell and like 
it's kind of flat so she like tries to skip it on the water but like it totally doesn't work meryl also kind of picks up a shell kind of like tosses it she goes i know so when are we leaving so like at first was was like taken aback because she expected more of a protest yeah i knew it <laughs> but then she she like kind of glares and is like we ain't going anywhere oh please like you're leaving me behind i ain't leaving you behind i'm keeping you safe yeah by taking me with you Sol crosses her arms over her chest and like it's it's probably something that just makes her look just like she did when she was like 10 or 11 and Meryl first adopted her like it's that kind of exasperated obstinance <laughs> yeah Meryl laughs at her <laughs> she she's like it ain't funny it is it's a funny that you think that you're going anywhere without me we aren't kids anymore Meryl I gotta do this because if anything happened to you or to Carrie or to Max I couldn't live with myself I'm gonna have a bunch of stupid kids out there that I'm gonna be trying to ride herd on I can't do that and keep my eyes out for you too like I'm the one who needs someone to keep an eye on them Soul doesn't know what to say to that so she just kind of like turns away and is just like, I ain't going to tell you when I'm leaving. Well, then I guess you'll just have to deal with me teleporting directly onto your back while you're traveling. This ain't negotiable, Saul. I'm not letting you go without me. She throws her hands up in the air with a groan. You got no sense. Uncle Endicott got me all wrong. <laughs> On the contrary, I think the thing that doesn't make sense is me staying here while you go fuck off to be the hero. I watched one person I love walk away from me. I'm not doing that again. I ain't walking away from you. Now I'll... you're just being petulant. <laughs> I, I feel like this is, like, even though they're both in their 40s, this is just a very reminiscent of childhood conversation and falling back into those patterns so Saul just kind of like starts walking away like obviously sulking <laughs> and may I suggest a uh, image to end it on yeah what if Meryl makes good on her threat right then and teleports onto Saul's back oh yeah <laughs> I was gonna say that she teleports to right in front of her but that also works because I think the thing is is that like it's very reminiscent of childhood but yes. they're in their 40s now Meryl has mm -hmm. a better handle on her powers and mm -hmm. she's got better aim yep <laughs> yep so yeah that's that is scene 16 yeah, when you had that first scene with Carrie, I was like, no way Sol is leaving without Meryl. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> this is not happening. I have a scene that I would like to do, because we do need some more Carrie and Max. And I'm going to go ahead and do another ping for the echo, the smell of ozone. Mm -hmm. But I want it to be like sometime after the conversation with Marius. But Carrie comes back and is just like, okay, but you know that you and I should just go and, you know. I don't know exactly what sort of plan, like, Marius was doing, but it was basically Carrie is just like, you know that you and I can just implement it without even thinking, right? Like, <laughs> we can just do this ourselves. And just basically the two of them drafting up a plan together, you know, just being like, Carrie's like, well, you know, the necklace that you left on my door, something like that, but on a grander scale. And just huh. starting starting her own pitch being like see this is how it will go and like and then you coming in with like your regulators and alternators and getting it to be a consistent flow of energy and flow of light mm -hmm. oh man yep because of who i am as a person and it'll give an opportunity to hit one of the things we had on our list of things to do the conversation's like flowing really easily they're both like really into what they're doing they're um they've maybe got chalk on a big board rather than paper and they're like adding stuff and taking stuff away and i think offhandedly max starts talking about something she saw on her travels as a point of reference because yes. i remember that you flagged about the whole 
Kerry being mad that Max went without her. And just like, mm-hmm. and Max is just so into the flow of like talking about what they're going to make that she doesn't even realize in the moment. Yeah. And like Carrie's hand pauses just for a moment over the chalkboard. And then she just goes, wow, that would have been nice to see it firsthand, I suppose. And then it's Max's turn to freeze. And she's just like, shit, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. <laughs> you don't get to say that now. It's fine. It's whatever. It's like almost a decade ago. She sort of puts her chalk down and turns to look at Carrie full on. Yeah, I appreciate that it's been a decade. I've not been back like a decade. And she gets stirred up again. And you wouldn't be like that about it if you didn't have something you wanted to say to me or you wanted me to say to you. What I wanted you to say would have been useful before you left. And that would have been, hey, do you want to go on this adventure together? Hey, do you want to go see the world together? Do you want to go experience all these things that we talked about and, you know, bandied around like they were just big dreams until I went by myself to go and live them all and figure it out on my own without so much as buy your leave? That wasn't what happened. Wasn't it? Or did I just totally get the whole thing wrong? And, you know, what I thought was something that we shared wasn't. I'm not saying that we didn't share it, Carrie. Like, fuck. That favors person showed up in town and you were so excited to finally get better at magic. That's been your thing. That was always your thing. And you were so good at it. And, you know... Maybe I, I was thought that you wouldn't want to do the stuff I wanted to do anymore. You had your thing. My thing. Yeah. Like, what did you, you need me? You, you were, the world came to you. The world came to me in the form of a very annoyed professor who is very intelligent, but also has a very narrow view on how things proceed. They've gone, they've gone and got to see the world. You left and got to see the world. And instead, I just had to wait for it to come to me. And it sounds so much better when you say it like that than what it actually was, which was just, I got stuck at home. And I had to have other people tell me how great everything else was and how magnificent and awe-inspiring and large and powerful everything else in the world is. And I'm trying to recreate it. Just a little bit at a time so that others who don't have the same inspiration can get to experience it. You could have followed me. How would I know that? You could go now. I could. But instead, I'm making sure that other people get to experience things. Yet now. Now, yes. That's what you say. My point, you have always been so fucking smart and so unafraid of anything you i don't know what i'm trying to say to you i'd really like to say sorry some more but you don't want to hear it nope. i don't know if there's anything i can say to you it's, do i wish I... you'd been with me yes did i regret it yes i regretted a lot of things if i hadn't been gone as long i was maybe gonna get back and we could have gone together wasn't expecting it to be so long. It wasn't meant to be. What's done is done. And you've returned with a wealth of experience. So we're putting it to good use. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think she sort of rubs absentmindedly at um, sort of the part of her leg just at the top of where the metal is. And I think the metal retreats just a little bit from her hand. Now, if that's an interesting story, I'm going to want to hear it. <laughs> she just, like, nods in the direction of her leg. Mm. Yeah, that's, um... Yeah, that's something. Is that it? I'm going to have to get you drunk so that you tell me all your wild adventures that you had out there on the road? <sighs> that's not something I think you want to hear when you've got a belly full of anything that might 
exit pretty rapidly. Not one of the fun stories. I think I'll manage. At any point. When you're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And she picks up her chalk and starts adding back more to the diagram. Yeah, that's good. See. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so how do we want to round this off? Jade? Ooh. Yeah, I got a thing. Where to go, where to go, where to go. I got two echoes that I can kind of... Well, we've already combined them once. Let's do it again. Unless they're yeah. like different vibes. Uh, no, I, I, I'm cheating the system. Um, I'm doing a moment and I think this is around the time that Sol is getting ready to leave and obviously Meryl is getting ready to leave and I am combining the echoes of metal warm against her skin and where did it go? The feeling of rings pressed together between (laughs) clasped hands (laughs) and this is a shot of Max using their techno Madri and forging rings and I think it's making the molds it's heating the metal it's pouring and I think it's just we see her making I think originally actually might have been is it's like a set for Theo and Davy um maybe they took a really long time to actually get married maybe not I know people that have done similar things or maybe there was a party and it was like an anniversary for Theo and Davy and this and now with Sol and Meryl leaving to do what they need to do Max is just like makes a set for obviously to exchange to give to Meryl one to give to Meryl and one for herself and because she is an enabler and a shit stirrer mm. she makes a set for Sol and Carrie <laughs> you're like oh that's so sweet and then you're like oh my god get out of here Max Max <laughs> mm. I love her though yeah. But yeah, that's that's what the moment is. I don't know how well that fits with no gods, no masters, but also it's sort of like making your own choices, I guess. It's good, is mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not letting your decisions be made by other people or guided by other people. I can't decide if I want to close on that or if I want to close on these four losers going off on an adventure together. Mm. Well, like back to when they were younger or one as adults. Adults. Oh, like after, like, so what? Is this like right at the end of their timeline or our Memoria timeline? Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. In the cinematic version of this, we'll start off with like them as adults, like going off on the adventure. And then it like shifts into mm-hmm. like the their kids being like running around in the forest having shenanigans. Yeah. Kind of like how the first, not the first one, but like one of the first group scenes that we had of them together. Yeah. I am going to call a song half remembered here. <laughs> Nice. I don't think we need to go super in-depth with it. I'm just thinking that, like, they're all gonna go off together outside of the City of Gulls and go exploring. Is this after Sol gets back? Or just like, oh, hey, they're leaving. Might as well. Max is like, are you gonna let them just leave like that? (laughs) That's what I was originally thinking. I was like, I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Max goes to Carrie, like, are we really gonna let them both go? <laughs> I, see, I also liked it being a few years later. Yeah, yeah. And it I, being I like... do like, you know, like because Max has says like, "Oh, you can just leave now if you wanted," and Carrie's like, "No, I'm staying here for the people that are here." Yeah, because that has always been one of Carrie's things. Is always just like, "There's, there's people. I'm gonna, you know, make things better for them." Type of thing. Just so like her really throwing herself into her work while Solon. Meryl are gone, but then I think afterwards I like the idea of them all going out on an adventure together. Because also, her staying behind does give a nice reunion chance for all you fic writers out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's just gonna be me. Yeah. Because Max isn't in a position to go out necessarily to do a big fighting thing. That's yeah. not who she is. That's never who she's been. Mm-hmm. And like... Oh, yeah, and Carrie she... cannot fight. <laughs> yeah, but also like, Max is aware she owes a debt to this town as well. She does have guilt for being away so long. And it is that knowing that it's her turn to be in the town and wait. Mm-hmm. So I like it being later. Like mm-hmm. Theo and Davy have children now. Like and then these four weirdos are off doing their own thing. Off in their late 40s. Going to go have Ooh. an adventure. Oh. 
I got a pitch for what this adventure might look like. Mm-hmm. What if they heard stories? Meryl obviously was there from the dot about Rascal and his stories about those people and his people. Mm-hmm. What if it's going to find that? Oh that yes, place? let's go. <laughs> And who knows, maybe a creature that came out of an egg or a person that came out of an egg is going with them. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Fucking rules. <laughs> no gods, no masters. We create our own. Or we go fight what's left of them. Yep. <laughs> We've all watched enough anime slash played enough JRPGs to know that gods drop the best loot and have the best uh, battle music. Whose dad is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think that is just great. Good visual. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's us. I think that's us. What does the official thing say about ending play? Uh, It basically kind of says, fuck it. (laughs) I was going to say, this is Mac we're talking about. That's just how they roll. Um, Ah. I did actually write an ending the game thing for Memoria because... This is the one game that I wrote an end state for. Um, it says at the conclusion of the final frame, choose a pivot to help guide a short round of epilogues, but I really, really want to leave it on that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then we just kind of talk about what we did. We did some good storytelling. We did some good storytelling. I love these girls. Uh, can I say the visual of these four in their 50s going off to possibly find and or fight gods? <laughs> so good. It's so very good. good. I really want them to maybe go find Whisper and Paradigm. Or I want them to mm-hmm. just not go find them, but like maybe just stumble on them. Mm-hmm. More girls, more girls. There will yeah. always be girls. That's just always my chant in the back of my head. Just know at any point that's what I'm thinking. It's so good. Shall we outro, my friends? Let us outro. Let us outro. I think it's I think it's a good time to outro. This has been us. I've been Mac. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. You can find my games, including this one, um, at citadelofswords.itch.io. You can find Follow the Leader on Twitter at FTLcast, our website at FTLcast.com. And if you want to drop us a few bucks a month, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Uh, what is it? $5 a month? Yeah. That we went up to? Um, $5 a month will get you the bonus episodes, um, including some very excellent games of Spindle Wheel that I have been running for all of my friends. I have been August. Uh, you can find me on Twitter NH at HarpyDora. Um, I will also take this moment to plug, uh, our podcast guild, uh, Standing Stones, which you can find on Twitter at stones underscore stand. Uh, you can find information about the stuff that we've done with our partner podcast, uh, The Room Where It Happened, all the cool projects we've got, like, uh, Dumb Kids Playing Hero, Gay Space Rocks. We stream sometimes, too, over there, so... It's worth giving us a follow if you want to hear more of our voices doing other things. I'm Mab. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at LittleLadyMab. Um, and I remain Jade. Still on Twitter at JadeOxfordRose. All the other things I'm in have been mentioned. They're great. Proud to be a part of this. Love playing games with these wonderful people. Um, maybe tweet at us and let us know what you think about the show what you like what you enjoyed we love hearing from people we've also got a fan server if you want to come and talk to other people that like yelling about our podcast rate and review us on itunes that too or apple Podcasts. actually it's not itunes anymore we'd love to hear from you even if it's just to go if even if you just went at us and just yelled goals in all capitals we will i mean that's what we do anyway that's what what we we do Um, but yeah, catch you later in the City of Golds or one of our other many universes. Yes. Yes. Let's clap. Let's clap.
it's August, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on your podcast platform of choice, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about us using the FTLcast hashtag. We are also part of a nonprofit podcasting guild called Standing Stones Productions. We do a variety of shows, including The Room Where It Happened and Dumb Kids Playing Hero, two actual play shows, and a Steven Universe discussion podcast called Gay Space Rocks. We also do live streams at twitch.tv slash standingstonesprod. You can keep up with everything that we do on Twitter at stones underscore standing. Unfortunately, Standing Stones was already taken. Your support means a lot. Thanks again!